Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Welcome to Pod Talk, short conversations with podcast creators that are not just about podcasting, because I like to take the scenic route. My guest today is Mandel Conway. Welcome, Mandel. How are you this morning? Craig, thank you so much. I'm doing fantastic. <laughs> Terrific, as I say often, because I mean it. Um, we've been talking. In fact, we almost talked too much before we started. <laughs> uh, and I think people uh, would probably know you best, like people in the Akimbo universe, probably know you best for your work within the Story Skills Workshop, unless yes. I screwed up my homework. Um, <laughs> and there's a lot we could talk about around story and how story goes into podcasting. So let's... Um, First, I want to say I, I found out I thought it was a good podcast with you that was done by another person that people would probably know, which is Ann Roche. And I, I'm going to link that episode because I, and I think people should listen to it. It's not super long. It's got a nice backstory about where the phrase, what the phrase giving is like means for you because that's where your website is giving is like yes uh, and i think people need to hear all that backstory i'm sure we're going to talk about that but like there's a bunch of that unpacked so i'm, I'm gonna like let ann have done that um, <laughs> so i want to know because like i only want to know one thing pff, 37 parts i want to know um so story the story skills workshop was first and then as you've told me already the podcasting thing came second so what i want to know is you used story <clears throat> sort of as your springboard to get into your work with 60 seconds. And I'm let the cat out of the bag and say, you're not like an active podcaster at the moment, but you keep talking about it. It's like, no, exactly. it's coming. <laughs> so tell me about how you started using story when you were creating 60 seconds pieces. Yeah, definitely. And just a quick fun fact, this microphone that I'm using right now was actually a gift from Ann. <laughs> awesome. Way to go, Anne. Yeah, she, Anne rocks. She's one of the biggest uh, people that was pushing me, like, do a podcast, do a podcast. Do you have a microphone? I'm like, no. And then a week later in the mail, there's a microphone with no name. I'm just like, wait, who, who sent me a microphone? It's Anne. So I'm, I'm stuck with that. But no, definitely, yeah, stories. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> but no, definitely. Um, the story skills workshop, I, I I joined that. That was the first workshop I did. And I actually was a part of the last seven because I was a student in story skills five. And then I coach um, in six all the way to 11. Awesome. And, then when, and then when I took the podcasting workshop and, and we had the great invention of the 60 seconds, I said, okay, I'm going to do this. What am I going to say for 60 seconds? And I thought, well, I could just write a story, a little short story for 60 seconds, and I'll just write it out and record it. And since giving is like is my thing, I like to talk about giving and generosity. I could I could write the story about giving and generosity. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm kind of doing all three in one, working on my thing, working on story and working on podcasting all at the same time. And it was I I, I say over and over again, the sixty second thing was the best and the biggest thing. It got so addictive that when I traveled, <laughs> I traveled with my microphone and my laptop mm -hmm. and I found like I went to my, visit my dad in Georgia. I got into the closet with, with my laptop <laughs> and my mic. And I, I couldn't believe what I was doing because I'm 6'3". I'm a big guy. And I'm like on the floor, stretched out. Like, no, I got to do my 60 seconds today. <laughs> don't don't break the streak. Oh, <laughs> uh, Which kind of begs the question, what broke the streak? Like what was the eventual? Or are you still doing it even though you're not publishing them? No, actually, uh, I traveled to Australia and that broke the streak. The time zone. I actually brought mm. my mic, but it was just, I was just, it was all screwed up. Just the, 
the jet lag, the time zone, and then when I had excursions um, booked. <laughs> and once I broke the one day, it was like, all right, two days, and then no. you know how that happened. So uh, it broke. There's there's wisdom in like, yeah, I'm done with that. Uh, I'm, I haven't learned that lesson. I tend to be like, no, must continue spinning all the plates forever. Um, so I know you and I were talking about Oh, we talk a lot about your podcast. And uh, do you want to talk a little bit about what you're imagining doing <clears throat> doing with your show? And I mean, you can talk about anything you'd like, but I'm not asking so much about how you want to do the show or how you want to, like the nuts and bolty. I mean, like you've clearly got a passion for making the world a better place by just trying to get more people to think about how giving could fit into their lives. Like it doesn't mm -hmm. have to be give all of your stuff. Mm -hmm. There's exactly. lots of ways that you're <laughs> thinking about giving. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I did some homework. Um, and what I'm thinking is here, like, tell me how you're imagining podcasting being a vehicle. Like what is different about it that you're not doing now that you see as a, an opportunity? Well, first, I, I so appreciate you saying that because that's one of my biggest things. When I talk about giving, I'm not trying to say, give me all your money, money. or, give, all your or give them all your money, right? Exactly. So I love the fact that you did your homework on that and that you not only did your homework, but you, you caught it because it's, it's exactly right. But um, what I'm trying to do. So one of the things I, I know about myself is I never wanted to start a podcast on one topic. So, you know, you have a lot of podcasts just, just on business or just on one thing because I, my interests, how my interests go, <laughs> they, they change so often, but I, I did want to have a theme, which obviously would be given a generosity, but I wanted to have different series and that's how I kind of came up with the idea of a mini pod. And so I want to have like a bunch of mini pods. And so one topic um, that I'm insanely interested in is um, couples that have been married for a significant amount of time. And how they've been able to stay together, and and how much generosity does that require? How much? How much? Ooh, how much? Insightful, yes. Yeah, how much give and take is is in that? So I want to do a, a mini pod uh, like that, but then I also want to do a mini pod about friendships. Um, what is a true friend, and what does it take to have a a healthy, long lasting relationship? Mm. Um, you know, there's a scripture in the Bible that I always refer to. It says, "A friend is one that sticks closer than a brother." And so I want to have that conversation, like how much give and take is in a friendship and how much does it require generosity? So just having all these conversations, I guess you could say, um, that I'm not having now, just looking people in the eye and just uh, pulling wisdom from them and then sharing it with the world. So they share with me um, how generosity shows up in their marriage. So they're being generous to me. And then I return it and be generous to those that I feel like can benefit from it. You you actually just said that you're not having conversations that you're not having now. Are you <clears throat> are you imagining? Oh, I got so many things I want to ask. We only have so much time. <laughs> um, are you imagining that? Uh, okay, here's what happens to me. Does this happen to you? <clears throat> I look out into my into my space of you know the the people that I know, and I'm just like I want to point microphones at everybody that I know. Like, <laughs> and then I started pointing microphones at people that I didn't know, and it's just like out of hand. So, are you imagining? in your head, you've got this constellation of, oh, I got like six people I need to talk to about this topic and six people for this topic. Or so you're, you're thinking of podcasting as a vehicle and you're, and he's nodding along slowly. So I think I'm close. <laughs> um, or are you imagining that when you start to talk about this, people are going to point you to these 
golden nuggets that are yeah. out there that you don't know about yet? Like, is it an exploratory thing? You're looking for the unknown people or that you don't know, or are you looking to shine light on the people that you do know? Yeah, it's amazing. It's like how much you already know, Craig, because it's like, <laughs> one, I know a bunch of people that have been married for a long period of time. In fact, I was just in Canada for a week with my friend's parents who've been married 57 years. And I can't tell you how many times I wanted to just sit a microphone on the table. This is dorky, but hold on. <laughs> exactly. And just, and just record them. But also one of the ideas that I have is that, and, and this actually happened in Canada as well, is when I speak to a couple, I then say, hey, do you know anybody that's been married mm. for a long amount of time? And the chances are they do too. And then, so then I, I meet this person and it, and it kind of just goes on. But one of the, the things um, about giving that translate into the podcasting thing is I like to speak to everyday people about everyday giving. So not so much about, um, you know, making a billion dollar donation like Warren Buffett, but yeah. just the, the little things that you could do every day to have an impact. And it's also the same way I want to do podcasts. And it's really talking to everyday people. I don't need to talk to celebrities, although it'd be great to talk to Obama or Denzel Washington about their long lasting marriages, but there are everyday people that have this wisdom as well. And some of them I know, and some of them I don't know, but people that I know, know. And mm -hmm. so I could, I could have those conversations with them. So you hit it right on the head with just about everything. <laughs> it's kind of not what I'm aiming for. I mean, I love it when I go, is it this? And people go, no, that's not it at all. And then tell me about it. Um, that's cool. I, um, I was just thinking the celebrity star um, aspect of it. And I always ask, <clears throat> you get an email from me after we're all done. I say, who do you want to hear on the show? Because I'm always doing that, you know, friends or friends thing. Um, and every once in a while, somebody will give me like, not a completely unobtainable guest, but they'll be like, guy, rad, they'll give me this name. And I'm just like, yeah, I mean, that person's got like 9,000 episodes out there. I don't know that we need to hear more from mm -hmm. that person. And I, I really, you know, what you're saying about that, two degrees of separation that really resonates with me because I really like, you know, like your podcast with your, you know, there's a little ton of work goes on behind the scenes. And I really do that work because I love when people hear someone that they don't know. So a lot of people know you, but people hear someone <laughs> they don't know. And then they go, I have no clue who that person was, but that was an awesome conversation. I, like I, sometimes I want to just cut myself out of the show entirely and it'd just be, you know, 20 minutes of Mandel talking. Uh, so I really hear what you're saying about, yeah, those like, do you know anybody? And they're like, oh yeah, you need to talk to Tom and Mary. Uh, you know, see, see these two people over here, those people over there. Cool. Uh, what else is top of mind? Otherwise I'll just talk forever. <laughs> uh, top of mind. Well, earlier in our pre-conversation, it's funny. You, you mentioned something we were talking about some of the bad things that happened with uh, Zencaster. And I just, I just had the idea of like, a, and you mentioned the story with the gentleman that was in India, like the worst thing that happened to you. I was like, Hmm, that's actually like a, a little mini pod series, you know, asking people, Hey, what's, what's the worst thing that's happened to you in your life? And what did you learn from it? Like, what was the gift and, and the worst thing that happened to you ever in your life? Yeah. And then just, and they're sharing oh. it. No, no, I'm just saying. I mean, you. <laughs> I was I mean, like, oh, no. <laughs> Everybody listening just went, yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, no, you could definitely answer, but it's it's definitely a question that I think um, people, sh you know, if they're comfortable obviously sharing that can bring a lot of value to people listening because they might be experiencing that in the moment or might be something that I have to face 
uh, later on. So just you talking about your experience on Zencast, I'm like, wait a minute, there's a little mini pod series right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was talking smack about, you know, he said, which is, what do you think about Zencast? I'm like, Oh, all these, the technology for recording podcasts. I dislike all of it. There's no great solution, um, <laughs> but I'm willing to put up with, um, so zoom, I think is the nicest experience for the guests coming to the show. Cause almost mm-hmm. everybody's just like, yeah, zoom click there works. Mm-hmm. Um, and with the other platforms, the one that I use and the other ones, they all are a bigger lift for the guests. Mm-hmm. So I'm completely well aware of that. And I try to prepare people as best as I can, but mm-hmm. I would say one out of three, there's something weird happens. It's never the same weird. It's always different. So <laughs> I, I don't care cause my side works, but, um, and every once in a while I miss, I lose a whole opportunity and I'm, I'm almost okay with that, but yeah. I, I'm always thinking like, oh, I feel bad because these people are, are so generously giving of their time to show mm-hmm. up and be on my shows. And now I'm like, oh, and you have to do a handstand. Oh, and you have to put this thing. Oh, and you have to like, and mm-hmm. it's got to work in Chrome. And I'm just like, oh, am I asking too much? Um, but on the other side of that, I know that if we get a good recording of you know Mandel's voice, the people are going to really appreciate that gift from Mando. So I'm like, all right, we're doing a little extra work, Mando. <laughs> Make exactly. this work. But it's worth it in the end. Yeah. Yeah. There's um, so many opportunities to uh, to be generous and to make it not be about oneself. <clears throat> I remember what years the- ago, I, uh, I Reed Hoffman, who has the podcast um, Masters of Scale, he actually said that, I think it was during COVID, like I think they were having problems with the guest and you know, we're doing video and audio and all that. He started making these kits and obviously Reed Hoffman's a billionaire, so he could do all this stuff. But <laughs> <laughs> mail out the recording. Yep. Yeah, he started like making these kits and mailing it to them and saying, Okay, this is your setup. This is all you have to do. He made it real simple and it was it was a perfect thing. So uh it's funny that you say that, you know, have a heavy lift, a soft lift, yeah. and 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 really you want to have with all of that, like you said, great, great quality. Yeah. I think the, the I I don't like I didn't. Well, I'm gonna man down the show so I can talk about how awesome I am. But I <laughs> I do think I'm sorry I didn't do it anyway. I think about a lot like when I'm picking guests or like every day I try to do guest outreach where I'm like sending cold emails and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm always trying to imagine, yeah, who would. My, the listeners for whichever show, who would they want to hear? Mm-hmm. And then also who should they hear even if they don't want to hear? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe it's, maybe we need to get this guest on here because it's a viewpoint that hasn't been represented or it's underrepresented or, mm-hmm. or it's misrepresented. And I, I really think of podcasting the, what I'm doing the way I do it as, as like a, it's a huge privilege, but it's trivial really for me to do it. So I feel like, I have this responsibility. I shouldn't be doing navel gazing. I'm not saying your 60 seconds would be navel gazing, <laughs> but I should not be doing any navel gazing 60 second stuff. I should be doing the harder lift as hard as I can make it for me mm. to get that person, you know, that should be seen or should be heard. So I, I really do think of every one of these episodes as like a gift to the guest, not so much a gift to the listeners, but as a gift to the guest. That's what mm. I try to create. Um, so I'm, you know, when I heard you talking about, and you really need to listen to Anne and Mandel's episode. Um, when you, when I heard you talking about like your, maybe we'll tease people with the origin story about Mandel and his mom and the allowance. People need to go listen to that. The first, <laughs> you know, where Mandel learned the lesson about what giving can be, like what it could be for you and mm-hmm. what it means to give what's appropriate. Um, 
that I was like, oh yeah, rats, I can never stop. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like until it becomes too heavy of a lift for me, until Mm -hmm. there's a reason why I can't do this. I know I'm rambling. What's coming to mind for you? No, definitely. I agree. Cause there's always that question of, am I hiding or is this just not for me right now? Or is it that that season is over? Mm. So you know, you kind of dance between those things because you, you don't want to be hiding. You know, you could do 60 seconds forever. And then it's like, okay, are you hiding? Should you be doing five minutes and you're just doing 60 seconds because it's, it's, it's easy for you? Or is that just going to be your thing? You know, you mm. just, you know, you're just going to do 60 seconds. It's an easy lift for you. And it has great value for yourself and for others. So I totally agree. But I also love the fact that you have this podcast and not only are you thinking about how it is a gift for your guests, but also for, I mean, not only for your audience, but also for the guests themselves. And that's, that's a different kind of angle too. It kind of goes hidden, but having these conversations, I mean, look at our conversation already. I've already written down notes of little ideas that you've, you've sprung to me. I have homework from the pre-calls. Like, uh, (laughs) let's not, I'll talk about that later. I'll send you an email with it. (laughs) I do a lot of that. I'm like, Oh, let me help you with this. Exactly. So it's, it's a gift all the way around. (laughs) It's, um, I'm, uh, when I pause people who listen a lot, know this when I pause, it's not because I have nothing to ask. I'm just like, I got 90 things. Uh, here's like a very different way to ask a different question. Mm -hmm. Um, where's a place in your life currently where you feel, uh, stymied or stuck, like you would like to be generous or you would like to give, um, but there's something whole, either holding you back that's in yourself or something external that's holding you back. Like when we're all in lockdown, it got really hard to be generous because mm-hmm. we're all locked in little boxes. Um, so where's a place currently where you feel stuck or withheld or constrained? Mm. I wouldn't say stuck, but I definitely say not as much as I want to. And that's in my writing. Uh, every day writing the daily tithe. It could just like the 60 seconds, you know, I could write every day for two weeks, three weeks, then I'll skip a day. And then uh, mm. it's a week, it's two weeks, it's three weeks. Oh, so yes. not being as generous I would like to be in terms of my writing and sharing my stories and my experiences with the world or with my uh, community, subscriber community. So that's definitely one way. I'm just really at this point, in my, I'm trying to get down a system where I it where I can make the lift easier for myself to, to get it down. And I really want to, work on a system in which I could have like a backlog of, of five, 10, 15 things that mm-hmm. I want to share. So on those days that are really crazy or I'm traveling, cause really it happens when I travel, then I could just say, okay, I have this backlog. I could, let me, let me publish this just so that it's something that's going out there mm-hmm. and I'm not getting into this two, three week rut of, of not releasing things. So that for me is probably, um, the challenge that I'm in right now in terms of being, um, semi-stuck or just not having the system down that I want to have. Hmm. Uh, two things. One, what's your website's URL? Because people need to go there and subscribe to the email so they get those things you were just describing. Yeah. What's the website? Yeah, so the website is givingislike.com. Uh, so just givingislike.com. And then uh, you'll see on the top right corner the Daily Tithe, which is a uh, email that I send out every day about giving and generosity and and what it means to be generous and to be mm. a to be a giver uh, of all things, as we said earlier, not just of your stuff, but um, a lot of things that you can give to others mm. as well as yourself. And I said two things, and the second thing is, um, uh, first of all, oh my, yes, totally. I 
I'm, I'm going to say I'm doing a lot of writing these recent years. And that's really the thing that is like, that's what I'm really doing. People think, wait, I thought you were a podcaster. I'm like, yes, but it's really for me about writing. Um, and I, I want to say, oh, I totally feel you about the whole like, oh, I, I, my goal was to just write for five minutes and I haven't done it for three days. And then I have a trip coming up on Thursday. It's all real, like for real. Um, so I, I want to push back a little bit. So you had just said, because I thought the same thing and then I pushed back on myself. You had just said, I want to get a backlog so that I know I have one in the can. And I went, oh yeah, but you know what? I see that there's a problem with that. The hard part for me is to actually sit down. Like the problem is me. I have all this chaos. I could write in an airport terminal. I've done it. Like, cause I just, you know, it's right. It's five minutes. And for me, if I have a great day and I do a bunch of them, I'm kind of like cheating uh. because <laughs> the days where it would be really hard to write, those are the days when I really should write, even if it's mm. crappy work. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, that was the thing that I keep like forcing myself to do the suck on the day. Like, no, the sucky day when I feel like I can't write because I'm mm. supposed to be on a bus, that's when I should write. Because, mm. But I, I don't know if that's just, I'm wondering what your opinion is about that. Because mm. that could be just me making, because I'm, is that masochistic? It could just be me being a masochist about, oh, I want to make it as hard as I can. Uh, but that's my thinking about, oh, I don't like to make a backlog, like a, a pile of cued work for myself because I feel like I'm cheating. Yeah. No, I, I love that because I never thought about that. So oh, that'll I'm definitely sorry. be that'll definitely be something for me to test out and see. Will that then open the door for me to hide? Or will it then force me to still show up every day? But in the days where it's almost impossible, let's say I'm going to Australia again, I'm going to be on a plane for 20 hours. I know that I'll have a backlog where I could just release something. But I don't, as you said, I don't want me having a backlog to mean, oh, yeah, you could take some days off. Yeah. But so that that will be interesting. And it's funny. I actually thought about the backlog thing after hearing an interview with Seth, a podcast with Seth. Where some because he he had he's blocked every day for fourteen years or seventeen yeah, or over twenty right years, and someone said, um, "What happens if you're sick or something?" And he says, "Oh, I have a, a backlog for days where I'm absolutely sick or something like that." And so I said, "Oh, that might be a good idea, not for sick, but just when well, my days are getting just so crazy, yeah. it's something to test um, and see, I'm, or maybe that will lead to another thing that will work for me." So. Yeah. I definitely want to test it out, but now I always have you in the back of my mind saying, <laughs> I'm this sorry. Doesn't, this this oh. doesn't mean take the day off. It just yeah. means you have a backlog, but go yeah. sit down and, and write. And yeah. and, and the, the days that you write that you don't want to write, that could be a part of your backlog too, or you mm-hmm. could publish that the next day. So I I want to add a little as you I appreciate your saying that you took that so well. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> I've been thinking about, I can't remember who said it was. I think Seth shared, but this actually comes from somebody else saying like, show me your discard pile. And it was a cartoonist mm-hmm. who was like, here's my awesome cartoons that you all know and love. And then it was like, here's the stack of 900 cartoons mm-hmm. that uh, magazine stuff said no to. Not ones that he decided wasn't good enough, but ones that he did submitted and they went, no. Yeah. So the there's that whole filtering if we're only seeing the good ones. So mm-hmm. I, I've been trying to imagine instead of my, my goal is to write every day so that I can publish something every day or whatever the schedule is, mm-hmm. I would like my goal to be, I write my goal to be that I simply write every day. 
So what would happen, Craig, if you wrote more than one thing, or if I'm trying to publish three a week, write four, just, just keep writing so that there's a pile that develops. And Mm -hmm. then, okay, I also need to publish something today. It doesn't have to be what I wrote today. And Mm -hmm. I was trying recently to decouple the, like, I'm the writing is the thing that I want to do every day. It's not so much that the publishing has to happen every day. Mm -hmm. And like, if I'm doing my writing, well, yeah, something comes out every day. So I kind of feel like I can sort of play that Seth thing a little bit. Mm -hmm. I saved this good one, but just like, yeah, there's generally a little basket here of like what's going out today. Yeah. So that's like a nuance of, or a variation on that. No, I'm so, I'm so with you on that. Cause that's another thing that I, I want to get down is that for me, and I don't know why totally, but a lot of things I write, they take so much. It like drains me a little emotionally. So I'll sit down and I'll yes. write something. And when I'm done writing, I'll be like, or when I'm done writing, I'll be like, whew, let me get, <laughs> let me get up and go do something else. <laughs> yeah. When really I probably should, and I want to try this, um, I should continue to write the next thing and just an hour, two hours versus mm. uh, 15 minutes. And then when I have, whatever, whether, like you said, whether it's good or bad, um, whatever it is, I'm, I'm building the material up. I'm building the, um, the reps. I'm, I'm getting better. And then I can go and say, okay, this is the part that I want to keep. I'll share this today. I'll share this tomorrow, or I'll share this next, next year, but just get in that habit of doing the emotional labor. Um, I think I want to be able to push through that versus just saying, Oh, it's been 20 minutes and that, that drained me. <laughs> that, I'm out of here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm out of here. What would happen if I just sat in it for a little longer? Mm-hmm. Um, that third or fourth, that fourth round, what might happen? So that's another thing I kind of, um, want to try. So yeah, I'm, I'm totally, I'm totally with you with that. Man, I, that's, that's deep, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I, sorry, I just realized that that might sound like I'm abbreviating your first time. I was just like, no, man, that's deep. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> Um, because, uh, what my brain leapt to was there's, that's, uh, also a Zen thing. Like, Oh, I'm uncomfortable. I, this is, I'm exhausted. Just mm-hmm. sit like this, you mm-hmm. know, Zen thing is to just sit with that and mm-hmm. like, well, what am I feeling? Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> a lot of times I wind up, I don't want to write. Okay. And then just sit here and feel what it feels like to not want to write. Mm-hmm. And then my feet, you know, off I go. So yeah, it, yeah. It's, uh, there's a lot of wisdom in, in what you're describing there about sit with it. <clears throat> um, random, it's going to sound very random to you and to people listening. It's not random to me because I've been thinking about it for months. Mm-hmm. Uh, for all of these shows, I pick one word to be the title for the show and I mm-hmm. do it after the fact. And I thought, you know what? I should probably end the show <laughs> by asking people. Um, <clears throat> so what's the, what should we use the word? What should the word be? That's the title. Whoa. Sentences, words into pudding. What do you think we should use as a word for the title for the show? could be storytelling it could be writing i don't know it's what's uh what are you thinking yeah you're right it could be obviously podcasting it could be storytelling it could be 60 seconds which i think might be the winner because it also i think giving is the winner but we'll keep going okay seconds okay it could be giving or generosity and the reason i said 60 seconds because i think it's like it leaves the the listener like 60 seconds what and then it's like <laughs> 60 seconds of giving, of generosity, <laughs> of everything that we talked about. But yeah, obviously, you know, giving could always, uh, I'm always down for that, a generosity. 60 seconds works for me. <laughs> I think I think you get to choose. I think we'll, we'll make a new thing here where I'll ask at the end of every episode. There you go, a new thing. I'll make a new thing where I ask at the end mm-hmm. and you tell me what you think the title should be. One less thing I have to decide on. Yeah. 
No pressure. <laughs> but yeah, definitely between, I think it's between those three. Yeah. 60 seconds, giving or generosity. Hmm. Three comes up a lot. Let's go with 60 seconds. I like that. <laughs> 60 seconds with Mandel Conway. Mandel, it was a pleasure to get a chance to capture one of our conversations. Uh, and I hope our paths cross soon. Thanks so much for taking the time. Oh, my, been my pleasure, Craig. And thank you for not only this episode or this um, conversation, but also the help you were in the podcasting workshop as a remarkable and assistant coach kind of gig. And you were just the things that you, the knowledge that you have because of the years that you've put in is just like, it's almost easy for you, even though I know it's not because you put in the work, but just like we were having a conversation before, you are like, oh yeah, you could put that in your email client. I'm like, oh, you can? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much <clears throat> for saying so. You're very welcome. It's my distinct pleasure. All right. You get to say goodbye last. So thanks. Yes. Thanks, Craig. Have a great one.